0: God teaches us that there is power in agreement. Power in agreement. In 1 John chapter 5, and I'm going to read verse 7 and verse 8. It says, for there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. They are bearing one witness. These three are one. God's telling us that in heaven, there is some speaking going on. These three are bearing one witness. They are one bearing one witness. And it says, And there are three that bear witness on the earth. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three... Agree as one. In other words, their testimony, they all agree about what they are testifying. So, there are those on earth that are bearing witness. They are not just sitting still, they are speaking. They are speaking. And what they are speaking, both the Spirit, the water, and the And the blood, they are saying exactly the same thing. They agree and they are one. So there is a serious thing here about agreement that God wants us to know. And you wonder, why the Spirit, the water, and the blood? Those are the three things Jesus left here. He didn't leave his body. He went up with his body. But you remember on the cross... When they pierced the side, what came out? Water and blood. And then the Spirit came from heaven, and the Spirit is still here, and the Spirit will be here until Jesus comes. The blood was left here for us, and the blood, the Bible says, is the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So the blood of Jesus Christ mysteriously is still speaking on the earth. The grace would do... The water which represents the word of God and the spirit of God who's come to be with us. So what's God saying? Heaven must always agree with the earth. He's not saying the heaven is saying something different from what the spirit is speaking on the earth. The same Holy Spirit can be saying, agreeing with the Father, speaking something different in heaven and from what he's speaking on the earth. They are speaking one thing and in agreement. And God's teaching us about the power of agreement. And this is where Satan focuses in the church. So that we wouldn't be speaking the same thing. So we find fault and all of that so we don't agree. We can't all believe in the same way. Well, I'm believing in this and the other person is having that. And I'm speaking this way and the other person is speaking the other way. He likes it because he knows when we all come into agreement and we believe the same things and we are speaking the same things, nothing can hinder these miracles that will take place in, in our presence. That's what the enemy fights to cause divisions in the church to cause problems in the church so that people will never walk together as one, will never agree that this is what God wants to do, but God knows what he's doing. So he uses his word and he uses whoever he's called to make sure that we are coming together and agreeing together that this is what we want God to do and God does it. You see how God moved on Sunday, uh, I mean, Sunday morning? I wasn't the one doing most of the praying. Pray for one lady or, or somebody back there and I quit. And I heard people that were praying all healings all over the place. Healings all over the place. The lady told me, I felt it. I felt it. And she knew that a leg had been, uh, one leg had been about an inch shorter than the other. I think it was Pastor Al that was helping me to pray. And she said, I felt it. And I watched her after the service. You don't feel that, you know, the drain that comes into your life because of of pain she was making conversation all through. Was it us? No. We were in agreement. We were in agreement. And God swift whenever we are in agreement, and God begins to move and to heal and to do great miracles. That's why in the beginning there was all, all kinds of chaos in the world. He says in the beginning God made heaven and the earth, but the earth was without form and void without form, and void. But the Spirit of God was moving in the surface of the deep. Then the Word spoke. They're all together, and they're speaking the same thing. The Word spoke. Before Father had said, this is what was going to happen. And when God spoke, let there be light, everything began to come into order. Once there is agreement, that's usually the beginning of order. If there is no agreement between a husband and wife in the home, you got disorder, God cannot live there very much. He's got to be at rest. If there's constant fighting and bickering and all of that in the home, usually for silly things like uh, you didn't put the toilet, uh, whatever... (laughs) So let's sit down and the toothpaste, how come you didn't, you know, you took the toothpaste and you didn't, you didn't close it back. And we have third world war based on, based on uh, uh, toothpaste. And they're going to go their separate ways because he's never learned to make the bed. It doesn't make any sense, but Satan loves those type of things. Uh, And and they're fighting. And somebody says, is that what you're fighting about? Wow, that's interesting. But that's what happens. He looked at me one way and I didn't like it. Why do you look at me that way? I didn't like the way your eyes were. The guy said, I I wasn't looking at you. Here comes third world war. I know you're not telling me the truth. (laughs) Whatever. but that's what the enemy wants to do and it does exactly the same thing exactly the same thing in the church i had a guy tell me one time and i was shocked you know he said the way you looked at me i just decided i'm not coming back to church he's all over i "I wasn't even paying attention to you you got your own problems i've got my own problems i was looking at my problems not you But that's what Satan does. To cause division. Let me tell you this. Kind of moving away from what I'm talking about agreement. But notice what the word tells us. The word reveals to us. Divine presence always will command signs and wonders. Divine presence commands Signs and wonders. Now I believe, you don't have to put this up, but I believe the Bible says in Psalm 31, He says, the presence of God is a hiding place, a secret place for God's people. God hides His people from those who are planning against them in His presence. God's presence is a secret place where God hides His people. I believe it's Psalm 31 verse 20. He hides His people from those who are planning, men that are planning against their lives. He hides them in His presence. They can get to them. His presence is a place of protection. You know, in Psalm uh, 68, I believe, verse 8, He tells us there, the scripture tells us there, that the presence of God causes the earth to shake and the heavens to drop rain. And many of us can use showers of blessings. When God's presence is in your life, things change. When you are in the presence of God, things change. In His presence, His fullness of joy. You heard that scripture before? In His presence, His fullness of joy. Ask that you may receive, that your joy may be full. In God's presence, things change. When God shows up, things begin to change. When you are in his presence, things change. The Bible tells us that the mountains will melt as wax in God's presence mountains problems they melt when god shows up problems melt psalm 97 verse 5 in god's presence mountains melt as what is god talking about physical mountains no problems whoever says to this mountain your problems melt in the presence of god When you come into His presence, that's why it's always good as we come into the sanctuary, we want to feel His presence. Amen? Because your presence, in His presence, your troubles disappear. You came in sick and you can walk out healed without anybody saying anything to you. You have been in His presence, worshiping Him, and God blesses you. His presence can change things. That fast. The mountains melt. All of the problems, all of the difficulties, they melt in His presence. And so you can have fullness of joy. In Luke chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Now it happened on a certain day as he was uh, teaching. Jesus was teaching there that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by. They were sitting by. They were against him, but the Lord himself was there. And the presence of God was right there. That was Jesus speaking and teaching. And every time God is speaking, the word of God, His presence is there. So this was the word sitting. Remember in the very beginning, in the beginning was the word. When you have the presence of the word, God's there. The Holy Spirit is there. But you can be in His presence and just be sitting by. Like the Pharisees. I mean people come to church and all kinds of things happening. They are, never, they are not touched. They don't feel anything. Nothing's happened to them. They came in dry and left dry. Because they don't recognize the power of his presence. It says, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by. Who had come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. They all came from Galilee up north. They all came. And Jesus was teaching. And then he tells you, and the power of the Lord was what? Was there. Was present. The presence of God, the power of the the Lord was present to heal them. Every one of them. Divine presence the power of the lord was there whenever you have the word being preached the power of god is always there to heal not only when we have a healing service hello it's always there to heal and when god's presence somebody's gonna get healed notice it didn't say to heal some is that what we read the power of the lord was there to heal If you're sick, you get well. Because God's presence is right there. When the word has been preached, God's there. Jesus said, where two, we're coming to that, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm what? I am there in the midst of them. Not there like when Jesus was born, there after he had been anointed to heal. The power of the Lord was there to heal them. So whenever God's presence, miracles take place changes begin to take place in your circumstance things begin to change we have to recognize or we have to learn to know and recognize the presence of god and take your miracle amen because his presence will always change things let me turn to mark chapter 16 Beginning from verse 19 to 20, Jesus speaking, he says, So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, this was after Jesus rose from the dead, after the Lord had spoken to them, giving them instruction, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere. They went out and preached everywhere, the Lord walking with them and confirming the word through... uh, Confirming the word through the accompanying signs. They went and preached everywhere, and the Lord was walking with them. If they didn't go preach, the Lord wasn't walking with them. If they went preaching, the Lord confirmed the words that they spoke with signs following. Because every time you go preaching, the power of God goes with you, and the Lord goes with you, and as He goes with you, things happen, things will change. When you go with His presence signs following that's what it's saying the lord walking with them meaning the lord was with them everywhere they went as they preached and he confirmed everything that they were saying with signs following i told a lady on sunday i need you to do this if you do this i believe that was coming from the lord if you do this and you stay faithful uh, with it for a month your circumstance will change and i knew god heard it i knew god heard it and i'm very sure if she did what i told her a circumstance will change. But if she turn away, things will remain the same. Sometimes they go worse. they go, they go further south. Because God knows. I know I gave her what, what I felt in. And I really believe with all my heart. If she does what I told her to do, just for one month, whatever that was, that thing is going to change. Because I knew God was listening while I was talking to her. And he confirms his, the words of his servant. I know that. I hear from God, I know what the scripture says. God confirms the words of his servant. And I am his servant. No but I just know that that's what the truth is. Amen. And so I tell her that. And I'm very convinced. The presence of God was there while I was telling her. If she did exactly what I told her, no doubt in my mind, our circumstance will change. It's now, the ball is now in her court. That's what it is. We have to trust God, what He tells us. He doesn't lie. Amen? If He tells you this, act on it. It works. It does work. So there is the power of agreement. But divine presence is what commands signs and wonders. Now, I'm going to take you to what we're talking about. Agreement is what commands or ushers in... In a great way, divine presence, which results in miracles. Agreement is so powerful that when God sees it, he's right there. And when there's divine presence, things change. Miracles will take place. What they are agreeing on, based on the word of God, God confirms with his word with signs following Because there is agreement in Christ, and whenever there is an agreement in Christ, and remember who Christ is, he is the Word of God. So the agreement has to be based on the Word of God on the earth, which is already settled in heaven, and once there is that agreement between the earth, those that are on the earth, the more people you have agreeing, the more powerful the presence of God is, and the more powerful the presence of God is by that agreement, the greater the sign. The greater the sign. That's why it's so hard to be in agreement. (laughs) So hard. You know, some pastor said, if you are sick, stay away from the doubters they are still your brothers. But if I see him coming that way and I'm walking this way, oh, back this way. <laughs> Don't want to talk to them because before, <laughs> once you tell them your problem, they're already showing you uh, the fellow that they knew, that had the same condition and they didn't last for three weeks. In other words, they're telling you, uh, I'm going to be seeing you for the next three weeks and it's all over. I stay away from those people. I've done certain things in my Christian walk. When I was in Georgia, I noticed some girls in our church were college students with me. They were like mockers. I mean, kind of rebellious. They never agreed. Sometimes you hear them laughing at, say, Brother Goodluck believes this, and they they snickering and laughing. It's not a joke. Those girls are still suffering today. That has been since 1985. I knew that that's the way they thought. I stayed away from them. Deliberately stayed away from them. I won't go near them. Don't want them near me. Uh, I, I, it was a deliberate thing. I was just their brother good luck. And I see them, and as they are snickering and mocking, <laughs> the other way. But it's funny, you know, they, they saw by the grace of God things happening. To, and, and if they had good sense, they would have listened. Because they'll go out and they'll meet somebody strange with all kinds of demonic problems. They, they, to them, they'll say, we know somebody in our church that is as crazy as you have. We're going to connect both of you. Uh, he believes all this crazy stuff. We don't understand what's going on. Go talk to him. And they'll bring the person to me. And they'll see, they'll see what God, the transformation that God brings into that life. He, they remain exactly the same place. It's frightening. Timpy and I, we know them. And when Timpy comes, we start talking. They're still like that. They're still like that till today. They won't listen. They, they, they have their own argument against the word of God. They are never in agreement. That's why when Jesus will pray, remember the scripture... Jesus will pray. He will send all the unbelieving believers out. And he takes just a few people that he knows will be in agreement. You see how powerful that is? He sends them all out. He knew those who really believed without, without any reservation in their heart. When he went to the Mount of Transfiguration, have you wondered? You say Jesus was special. He just took three of them. He left the others there why think about it why would he do something like that who wouldn't want to be at the mount of transfiguration he got 12. i want to be among the three but some people are satisfied to be among the other and it doesn't bother them thank god the others came up but these three they knew their master. They knew. And they were in full agreement in whatever. He could show them whatever. That was before the Holy Spirit came. They knew. I mean, they never said anything. They, he told them don't say anything and they didn't. He knew their character. Some things really matter to God. There are little things, but they matter to God. Attitudes, the way we carry ourselves, the way we speak. He knows our heart we look men look at the outside the outward but God knows the heart it's very important you get to line yourself up with God those three could care less what anybody thought peter told jesus we left everything to follow you what what are we going to get i mean it wasn't lying to him he had abandoned everything if he was lying jesus said yeah you did but what about that stuff you got hiding no jesus agreed yes you have they abandoned everything to go with God. And he agreed with Jesus all the time. When Jesus said, would you also go back? He says, to whom shall we go? We don't have anywhere else to go. We're stuck with you. We're not going anywhere. We don't understand what you're saying, but we trust you. Amen? We don't understand what you're saying. This uh, eating my flesh and drinking my blood thing is hard for us. Uh, we don't understand it, uh, but we trust you. And he followed and gained understanding. We have to be very careful. So agreement is what commands divine presence. In Matthew 18, verse 18 through 20, he says, Assuredly, Jesus speaking, assuredly I say to you, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Again, we are connecting earth and heaven. Can you see from first John chapter five? There are those that agree in heaven and those that agree on earth. God's connecting is letting us know there is some great transaction taking place between heaven and earth. If you want heavenly life on the earth, connect with heaven and agree with heaven. Hello? If you want heavenly living on earth, connect with heaven and agree with heaven. If you disagree with heaven... All you have is what you got here. Boy, there's a lot of trouble right here. How many of you heard about Ebola? It's a lot of trouble right here. So he tells us in the scriptures, assuredly, in other words, Jesus said, I'm not going to lie to you. I can't lie. I'm telling you the truth. I am saying to you the truth. I say to you, whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth, will be losing heaven. Again, I've told you before, but I'm going to say it again to you. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on the earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Why are you connecting, binding in her, on earth I'm binding in, uh, in heaven to agreement. Hello? Why are you tying them together? He could have just said, if you bind on earth, he's bound in heaven. And he stop there. But then he says again, I'm going to explain. I've told you this before, but I'm telling you now again, after I've just told you, if you bind anything on earth, he's going to be bound in heaven. You lose anything on earth, he's going to be loosed in heaven. I'm going to tell you again, That if two of you shall agree. Again, I say to you, if, conditional, if two of you shall agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For, in other words, because, hello, for, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Divine Presence. Divine Presence. Divine Presence. When you got two or three agreeing on the word, you command Divine Presence. And when you have Divine Presence, because of your agreement, you can bind anything on the earth and heaven says yes. Notice, if you bind it on the earth and it's not bound in heaven, you got no results. One times zero is what? Zero. But if you bind it on earth, and heaven binds it, then it's done. You command divine presence. Heaven has to agree. How do you know what heaven wants to bind? That's the issue. You can't just go around binding everything. I bind that car. (laughs) And somebody says something that you don't like. I bind you. And the person looks at you. Okay? I bind you also. So, before long, we are all bound. For no reason. We got to know what heaven is already agreed that once earth agrees to bind, is bound. Heaven cannot bind it alone. And it's bound on the earth. Hello? It won't work. They both have to be in agreement. Heaven alone cannot bind it. And it will. Have you heard this before? Pray this way. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because until you are calling for it on the earth, heaven cannot do it alone. Heaven needs the earth For God's will to be done here on earth. So I've got to study the word and know what God's will is in the world and stay by God's will. No matter what anyone is saying, no matter what the doctor is saying, no matter what the economy is saying, I don't care what anyone says, if I agree with heaven, it's going to be done here on earth. If you bind it, it's going to be bound in heaven. If you loose it, it's going to be loosed in heaven. But you got to be in agreement. Amos 3 verse 3 says, How can two walk together except they be in agreement? Two that's you and God, heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. And the more people you have agreeing together, because Jesus said, Because I'm telling you this, if two of you agree. If two of you can ever agree on the same thing, and you say, we want heaven to do this for us. Just two. It's going to be done. Why? Because when you get two or three people together, that's all you need. You command divine presence. And when there is divine presence, the mountains melt like wax. Those mountains that you've been looking like, oh my God, how are we going to? They melt before your presence. Because of the presence of the Lord. That's why in Psalm 23, it says, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? For thou, for you are with me. I have your presence. This darkness will just melt in your presence. These mountains will melt in God's very presence. Nothing can stand against you when you have command divine presence. Everything is gone from you. Everything that opposes is gone from you. It's very important that we know why this is. And I've alluded to this. You know, God gives us revelation so we can know what the truth is. Until God gives you understanding, you are not able to stand firmly. You can see it, but you can't. You, it's hard to really believe something that is. You have when I talk. I talked about being drunk until you are drunk with it, where it's coming all out of you. If you squeeze a tube, it's what's inside the tube that's going to come out. Hello. Many of us, when we're going through trouble, <laughs> that means we are being squeezed. <laughs> Uh, what comes out is a lot of complaining. So we know what's been there. Not the word of God, nothing but complaining and uncertainties. Because you are being squeezed, ah right? That's what we're hearing, complaining. So we need to really understand what the word says. There's a reason why this is. Have you ever wondered why God, after Adam sins, And God God didn't say, my bad, I'll just kill all of them now and then start all over. He can't do that. God doesn't do things like that. The earth is still here and there is a set time. And until that set time comes, he's bound by his word. Many times we are crying to God to have, Please have mercy, just... Can you see my tears, God? I'm crying a lot. It doesn't work that way. He can't go against himself because of your tears. He can't go against his word. That's called sin. When God says something and you go against it, that's called sin. And God is not, he won't sin just to please you because you're crying. He stays with his word you got to stay with His Word, understand His Word, position yourself so that God will bless you. He won't do it just because you're feeling bad and you feel like He should help you feel good. No, it all works through the Word of God. He always was saying this Word. That's why Jesus came as the Word of God to, le- to let us know this is how the Father is. Thus, the Father is the Father Is full of compassion. (coughs) Just like the Son. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. But the key issue in this, this matter of heaven and earth, is so important, you really need to understand that. The first time I read where Jesus said, you know, pray this way, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I said, who who is going to stop His will? He's God. He can't do it. Until... To on the earth. Can you read that scripture? Let's go back to it. Verse 19. It says, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree, where? On the moon? No. On the earth. You have to be right here. If you exit here, you can't agree anymore for God to do anything. You have to be on the Earth. It's Earth and heaven. Until Earth agrees with heaven, heaven really the heaven wants to change everything on the Earth, make it beautiful. But until the Earth agrees with heaven, it's not going to be done. Because if the devil and God don't have a right to operate in our Earth until we humans agree. That they can now come in and operate, have you wondered why Satan Moon just just appear on the earth? He has to find a man to possess to be the antichrist because he can't just appear that 's why I was saying he doesn't have any right here if he moves the the uh my sheet on, in my room and, and moves it and, and to show me uh, this is, I'm Satan. I can move that. So everybody Did you see that? The paper moves by itself. I'll tell Satan, you don't have the right to be in my room. And if you think that's a, some great sign, I, I can do it better than that. I'll just take that paper and carry it all over the room. Hey, see that? I can do that. Try it, Satan. Can do it. Because we have authority on it. Let me read the scripture. Psalm 115, verse 15 and 16. It says, May you be blessed by the Lord. Can I hear an amen? amen? May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. He made heaven and earth. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens, are the lords. But, the earth he has given to what? Devils? No. He has given the earth to the children of men. This is our place. Spirits are not supposed to operate here unless we agree with them. That's why Jesus said, handle me. You remember after he rose? Handle me. I'm not a spirit. I am flesh. I got flesh and bone. Handle me. He had a right to be here. He was a man here. That's why he came. Because until a man agrees with God for salvation of man, it's not going to happen. And that's why I believe in Isaiah chapter 43. He says, I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there is no Savior. He came into the world and he became our Savior. But he came in as a man. And you heard me say this before. Understand, God gave you understanding tonight in the name of Jesus. Where Jesus, he... He called himself the son of man more than he revealed that he was the son of God. Read the scriptures. Even when he forgives sin, he said that you may know that the son of man has authority on the earth. He says he's going to be the judge because he is the son of man. You remember that? He didn't say because he's the son of God. God has committed all judgment unto the son because he is the son of man. I am a man. I have the right to judge another man. But no devil has the right to judge any man. The judgment is going to be through Jesus who was a man. That's the issue here. He is gone now. You take his place and you are anointed with the Holy Spirit, like I said on Sunday, now you take his place, and so the works that he was doing, now you can do it. But you got two people disagreeing, then we have a lot of difficulty, because we no longer command divine presence. When there is a disagreement and confusion, God is not the author of confusion, and he avoids it. Because he loves peace, and he is called the Prince of Peace. You can't force the Prince of Peace to stay in a chaotic situation. So get your house together. In order, if you want God's rain to pour upon your home, Amen. Get your hearts together. I don't have more time anymore. Stand up with me tonight. <coughs> I hope God's touched your life tonight and you'll have understanding. You see, some people just want, just touch me. So that's all oh, these miracles. He don't walk that way. There's got to be an agreement with the Word. Amen? You got to agree with the word, the, the will of God, heaven. That's when it works. We have to be in agreement. And if we are in agreement, no matter how tough the situation is, it will change. By and by, it will change. There is no need for discouragement. I just have to agree with God. Now I can understand why Paul was saying, I'm not ready to go yet. I'm going to be around for a while. And he was around for a while until he said, I finished, I finished the race. I fought a good fight. I'm now ready to go home. And God let him be. That was a man just like us. He knew if he didn't agree with heaven for him to go home, he stays on the earth. Hello? When he's ready to go, and Peter, Peter said the same thing, I'm now ready to be offered. And that's what happened. We have more that God is giving to us than we are willing to, to receive. We need to receive what God shared with us. This is our church. I believe our church is a place where God's going to infuse your life because we have a very great work to do. Not just pastor, the host church. God's given us a great assignment. And by and by, as we begin to make the grass green, the sheep will come. To lie on it. They have nowhere else to go. He makes them to lie down green pastures. And you are responsible for making that pasture green at the Ark Fellowship. Amen? God called you. Would you lift your hands up tonight to our God and tell Him you are in agreement with His word and His curse? You are in agreement with Him. And that you love Him. You got no fear. Because you are a beloved child of God. Father, I want to thank you for your word today. You said it is the word of faith which we preach. And the word is in your mouth and in your heart. The word of faith that we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the word of God, the w- Jesus Christ, who is the word of God, the will of God. And you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart man believes unto righteousness into unto justification unto being blessed with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation let our testimony the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in his sight let it be in agreement with heaven And we begin to receive and experience heaven on the earth. Father, I want to thank you that your word will not return to you void. You've spoken and it's already established. And God, by the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit, we are in full agreement with the word of God. That sickness is not a part of our lives in Jesus' name. Want is no longer a part of our lives in Jesus' name. Confusion is no longer a part of our lives in Jesus' name. Depression is no longer a part of our lives in Jesus' name. Pain is no longer a part of our lives in Jesus' name. If the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. And we are tonight, we are free indeed. Can you say with me tonight, I am free indeed. You don't have to understand it. Just believe it and testify with heaven. The Son has made me free. Say it with me. The Son has made me free and I am free indeed. That's the truth. I don't care how you feel. Let God be true, uh, true and every man a liar. We are all speaking the word of God, so we are not liars. In Jesus' name, amen. We're dismissed. (laughs) Amen.